Blog Talk Radio. Joshua Live here, Sunday night at 11.30, coming on a half hour later than usual, because I uh, watched uh, WrestleMania tonight, like I usually do every year, live, and uh, something very shocking happened at this WrestleMania. I'm still in shock over this. I'm sure all wrestling fans are, so... Uh, call into the show and be in disbelief with, with this here. Uh, 718-664-6482. Got to say, one of the uh, best WrestleManias in a really long time. I, I say the last good one was 25. Uh, the first time Taker and Sean had a match. That was uh, the last really good mania. The rest have been so predictable, and that's why uh, I can usually correctly predict the results of all the big matches, but not this year. <laughs> and uh, I have coming on the show here to uh, cover and uh, reap WrestleMania with me, my uh, lifelong friend. He's been on the show before, uh, Danny, the DRC. And we're going to give you all the, uh, pretty much, uh, if you haven't watched it yet, this will completely spoil it. So, uh, but like uh, Seth Meyers says, people that don't watch things on TV when they're on, they're the spoilers, <laughs> not us. But yeah, coming on the show here to cover this with me. And um, cause he's, a, he's an expert. Like uh, We've both watched wrestling since we were uh, little kids, since we've known each other. And, um, you know, all the all the smart money. If I was in Vegas right now, I'd... I'd, I'd I'd be uh, having uh, bookies breaking my kneecaps because <laughs> all the smart money was on a, a certain man like it always is and it didn't turn out to be the case, but we're going to talk about that here right now. I have uh, Danny on the line with me right now. Hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, the show. Yeah, quite a first tonight. WWE Network's first pay-per-view, and uh, I know there was a lot of controversy and a lot of people wondering exactly how it was, how successful it was going to be as far as being broadcasted. I know on my end it broadcasted well. I watched a part of it on my desktop computer, and then I watched part of it on the, my actual Roku player on my TV. So. Uh, well, I believe it was a successful. What's your opinion on that? Now, I know you've been looking into getting a job with WWE. Do you work for them now, or are you just trying to promote the network and say how successful it was? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. I was very no, surprised uh, myself. No ulterior motives here. <laughs> okay, just to get just that out of the way. I would mention that because, you know, it was a uh, – I thought I'd mention that just because uh, – a lot of people, I think, were 
uh, there was a lot of people wasn't sure how it was going to go. <laughs> That's the only reason I said that. And we're going to cover this. Uh, we're going to cover this match by match. But uh, how did you feel in general, the overall opinion about the show tonight? Because I think it was a lot better than last last few years, WrestleMania. I think it was. Uh, I think it was very very good. It was just maybe only two things that I thought really that I thought it lacked. <laughs> you know. Uh, Everybody, no doubt, was was really pumped up, you know, when Hogan, Hogan and Austin and The Rock all came out and were talking and doing their promos. I think a lot of people, you know, were, you know, if they really wanted to go to go beyond, you know, and you know, they would have said, you know, something about they would have had something unexpected happen with the celebrities there, and you know, just for Austin Hogan and The Rock to just come out and just. You know, sit here. Yeah, when Austin got in the ring, he gave he gave Hogan like this look, like uh, I hate you, (laughs) kind of a look, and I'm like, uh oh, (laughs) something's gonna happen here. But I actually took a screenshot of that of made that. (laughs) It would it would have been it would have been nice to see something else added in there, and you know we didn't get that. So you know, I in certain certain aspects. Yeah, this pay-per-view was good, but they really didn't go above board. I mean, I guess something extra for their fans. You know, it was it was four hours, which no, normal pay-per-view and most WrestleManias all in the past have been three hours. But uh, but uh, that that was maybe one thing that lacked. <laughs> so the first match tonight, of course, was a well on the pre-show. You had a four-team match, and uh, the Usos. <laughs> I say ooh. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could do it. Do you have an Usos impression that you could break out? That is probably the worst thing I hate about the Usos is how they come out on the ring and do that little bat. They come out on the they come out to the entrance ramp, do that little battle chant, walk halfway down the aisleway, then their music starts. <laughs> so that's one thing I hate about the Usos, but. You know, I think everybody, you know, pretty well expected them to win. You know, they had just, just, you know, beat uh, the New Age Outlaws and won the titles. You know, if they had lost them here, they really would have <laughs> not looked good <laughs> for all them as much as, you know, everybody and myself included <laughs> was pumping for the Real Americans to win that. <laughs> but uh, Well, the uh, Los Matadors, I think, have a uh, longer, drawn-out, uh, worse entrance than you, so... <laughs> No arguments there, there, but uh, you know I I don't think the main story of coming out of that is they planted the seed of Cesaro and Jack Swagger breaking up. When uh, that's that's the main story coming out of that match. Exactly, that's what I was getting getting ready to get to, and you know uh, I don't think anybody you know the way it looked the past few weeks, like you know the Real Americans, I got their stuff together and they were starting to be successful and. I don't think anybody really thought that was going to happen <laughs> at, the, at this point. I thought they were you know, going to go on and eventually win the titles, whether it was tonight or you know down the road. I thought, <laughs> but uh, they really did a good job as far as you know. I don't mean to jump ahead, but they really did a good job as far as promoting Cesaro tonight. No doubt, Cesaro versus Jack Swagger is going to be a match and maybe a rivalry for the next month or two or however long. <clears throat> but uh, that that was one of the uh, unexpected things that happened in tonight's event, uh, starting on the uh, pre-show. 
Oh, yeah, Cesaro, he looked like a sinking ship for a little while, but now today finally gets his just due. He's, he's, he's headed uh, – he's, he's going to be a big-time big, big time player. And um, I thought that Cody Rhodes was going to be the next guy, but it's looking like Cesaro. <laughs> well, a lot of people were really expecting that Cody Rhodes-Gold Dust match, but – you know, Goldust had said in previous interviews that he would never wrestle his brothers. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's why that didn't come to fruition. And I don't know who knows what will happen. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, WrestleMania has just happened. Um, and it's a closing, closing the book on a lot of stories and opening a new book and starting new ones. So uh, we'll still have to see what happens tomorrow night on Raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Raw actually ends up coming up with – taking everything in a whole different other direction. Because I remember last year, Dolph Ziggler won the title on Raw. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, it, it's Only to have like a month-long injury-prone, horrible brain, and thankfully not have the title. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no but, uh, yeah, uh, if you notice who, who eliminated him tonight, that made me really happy, but we'll get to that when we get to that match. The first match on the show... Daniel Bryan versus Triple H with the uh, stipulation if Daniel Bryan beats Triple H, then he gets added into the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, and it'd be a triple threat. If Triple H won, he'd be in the match. Now, uh, when Triple H hit the pedigree on Daniel Bryan, what was going on in your mind? (laughs) Not really a lot. (laughs) I just got to be honest. (laughs) I knew that, you know... (laughs) I knew that, you know, that was not how the match was going to end. You knew if Triple H did win that match for some reason, there was going to be a lot of some controversy involved, just like the end in the World Championship Triple Threat match. But as far as that match goes, I think the standout thing for me, (laughs) I think a lot of people, uh, and just because it looked – I mean, I mean, not saying, you know, I guess on one end you can say it looked good, on another end you can say it looked bizarre, but uh, Triple H's apparatus tonight when he made his entrance on the ramp. Yes, another I'm picture I actually made a screenshot of. Headgear. <laughs> Very well I took a couple of screenshots of that. <laughs> so... I think that's that's gonna that was worth noting. But as far as the match goes, I think you know you know in Triple H's past few times that he's wrestled, like Brock Lesnar, and, uh, you know the Undertaker, we've seen him kind of more in, in a power wrestler format, I guess. And we're kind of tonight we kind of got took back a little because we know Brian is a is an actual wrestler and mass strategist technician. We actually got to see that come out of Triple H tonight. So I I think it it really helped that match uh, uh, pull through to be a better match. Did Triple H look a little like like less – did he look a little less like cut, a little less ripped, a little less built, like he hasn't been in the gym as much since he stopped working full-time? To me, he seemed like – kind of like Rampage Jackson looked in his last fight, like kind of like no muscle definition like he used to have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, and, and I don't know, maybe that was part of the reason why, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, you're talking about Triple H, I, I'm thinking about Stephanie, it seems like Stephanie goes from from looking really old to looking really young <laughs> at random times <laughs> all the time, I mean, you know, when she's out there with Triple H tonight, she looks so much like, I don't know, I guess coming to my mind, to me, she kind of looked really, really a lot like the, the Stephanie back around 
uh, 2000 or so <laughs> when she was with Triple H looked a lot younger. But it, it's just, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> yeah, the McMahons are kind of freakish in a genetic makeup because, you know, Vince coming out all of a sudden with no shirt completely ripped, <laughs> bigger than half the wrestlers. <laughs> something about those guys in that family, something going on in those genes. <laughs> on to the next match, uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh, I didn't even set a result. Daniel Bryan, in fact, defeated Triple H. He pinned Triple H uh, moving forward to the main event spot, but clearly hurt. He's been injured for, I think, since a couple weeks ago on Raw when Triple H <laughs> beat the heck out of him and, and injured his shoulder. He hasn't been working like live events or anything, and he can only throw up to the one arm tonight, if you notice, like, <laughs> while yeah. doing the yes chant. So clearly injured, and I'm like, well, this could be a reason for him not to win the title. So, you know, that that was kind of going on in my mind, if he's really that hurt. But he still worked the match, so. I I will say, well, okay, good. (laughs) No, but you had another thought. Um, It's really going on to the main event. Let's go on to the six-man tag. Yeah, we're covering this. We're going to be professional reporters here <laughs> try to do this the right way <laughs> so the next match was the shield versus Kane and the new age outlaws who some are calling the old age outlaws <laughs> but, um, I, I think first was of all probably... I gotta say about go ahead I'm sorry disappointing for the shield because I expected like a much better match and position like they've they've been the such big players all year, but this happens a lot. Like Daniel Bryan was in a, you know, mediocre match last year with Kane versus I can't even remember who. So, you know, sometimes uh, that happens for you in a big position all year. <laughs> okay, you remember. <laughs> and now I remember that night you said that. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like they had nobody else to challenge for the tag titles. <laughs> so let's make Kane there. Um, speaking of six-man tag, once again, I got to start when I talk about this match. I got to start on the introductions. Road Dog comes out on the mic as normal and gets cut off by the Shields music. <laughs> I think I know why though, because out. that's a long way for the Shield to walk. So if they did the whole entrance, would have been like ten minutes. <laughs> I think that's probably why they cut him off. And then as soon as the Shields entrance was completed, Kane's music kicks in, <laughs> and the Outlaws got absolutely no – Road Dog got no time on the mic tonight. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, definitely <laughs> definitely a, a standout <laughs> moment, I guess. Kane, just to look at him coming out there with you know some khakis, and he's throwing some hair back, and he, it just looks like <laughs> – like, why? <laughs> Corporate king. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look very, very, very corporate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's definitely you know, not the guy that created the demon song. I gotta say about this match, definitely the the match that got the low blow of the night. <laughs> People were expecting. I, I I would expect at least a fifteen to twenty minute affair out of that at least. And uh, <laughs> we the got like three quick or four work. minutes. It was a quick a quick night for the Shield. I mean, you know, Kane got speared, and then a you know a, a double power bomb on both the Outlaws. <laughs> yeah, which they've never done. That was pretty cool. 
yeah, it was it was a first as, as far as as that goes. But I think it, I think we being, you know, I think I can speak for both of us here, saying that we believe in the shield. <laughs> Would have liked to maybe seen a little more <laughs> out of that. <laughs> yeah, so the shield goes over with the first of picking three guys, picking up two guys in a power bomb in that nature, and uh. Made quick work of Kane and the New Age Outlaws. And I actually read that Billy Gunn got hurt in that match or something. That's some internal bleeding, like a bleacher report flashed across my phone. I don't know if you saw that. But I doubt uh, that's why the match was so short. <laughs> no, I actually did. Um, but yeah, the, the Shield now, I, it's really questionable where they're going to go um, at this point. Um, you know, we know they're both. We're, we know they're face now at this point. But is the WWE going to, you know, move back to doing that cracks in the shield line, or are they going to, to continue another uh, another story with another individual? Or I think they should have a two a two or three year long feud with the Shield and the Wyatts because their matches, the two matches they had, <laughs> was some of the best stuff we've seen in a long time. Like actually makes it like. Like, the people that don't watch wrestling, I'd be like, well, watch this match. <laughs> Maybe you'll definitely. like it again now. Definitely. <laughs> no arguments from there. So next, next with the, uh, <laughs> if we were on the creative team, like, if I was on the creative team, Jake Roberts would have already won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> 20-minute long promos every every Monday night and Friday. <laughs> you got, to, the you got to admit and you got to admit that his speech last night at the Hall of Fame was definitely uh, different. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, haven't actually seen it yet. Uh, uh, I actually, I kind of woke up and started watching it today because you know I was working last night, but I only got through Lita, who went on for about forty minutes, and then I turned it off. <laughs> Lay there for a little bit longer, uh, got going. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch. <laughs> the next match was the Andre the Giant 30 Man Memorial Battle Royal. Now, uh, when they actually showed the trophy, I was like, that, "That's kind of whack looking." <laughs> in a way, was. I didn't really. I wasn't a big fan of the actual trophy itself. I thought maybe like it would be like actual size of Andre the Giant or something like some huge trophy. But uh, <laughs> I was thinking I of that know. trophy they had at WrestleMania four <laughs> when they had that battle royal there. They brought out this big trophy and <laughs> like Bad News Brown won it, and then Bret Hart destroyed the trophy. <laughs> I was thinking of something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, the uh, the uh, clear uh, uh, favorites initially for this battle royal, you think, would be Big Show and uh, Sheamus, and those were actually the two people they actually showed their entrances to. So it was like, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a Seamus guy, so I, I want him to win, even though you stole him kind of in our draft because I, I, in a desperate attempt for points, <laughs> knowing I'd lose him, <laughs> I chose uh, Undertaker. But we'll get to that later. That was a, that was a, a big mistake on my part. <laughs> but um, the guy that actually, uh, well, yeah, and now I can talk about it. Uh, my man Alberto Del Rio kicking Dolph Ziggler out of the ring. <laughs> the smile he on was his doing face a... after he eliminated Dolph Ziggler just made me happy. <laughs> and, those, and he kept doing those kicks all night tonight <laughs> throughout that battle royal. And it was, they were really looking good. They were looking crisp. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, great, great performance tonight for uh, Del Rio. Yeah, but, uh, but what it came down to was uh, this. It, um, Cesaro is a—he uh, doesn't look like the biggest guy. 
I mean, people like Cena and stuff are physically bigger, but Cesaro is freakishly strong. And uh, in a moment, I, I don't know, I'll let, you, I'll let you go ahead and describe this, how awesome this was. Well, uh, you know, there have been a lot of rumors for us that, you know, look at the dark sheets, <laughs> I'll just say. Um, there have been a lot of rumor that after WrestleMania that Cesaro was going to get a big push. But them actually starting tonight, that that push actually actually starting him winning this battle royal, I don't think anybody really thought that he was going to win it. We know the majority was looking for the big show to win. Some picked Sheamus, some picked you know Mark Henry, but uh, you know Cesaro really really coming through tonight with a great performance. Those he was uh, just like I said, Del Rio was laying those kicks. He was laying those forearms in all night. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, Definitely, he uh, he's going to get a big push. Like I said, we're probably going to see a month or two storyline with him and Jack Swagger. Uh, but uh, his his uh, performance tonight was really good. And uh, one of the reasons, you know, I knew he would be a. I, I thought I really had really knew he was going to be a top player for Team Danny. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a, a thing where we don't know too much about him personally, Cesaro. Like, uh, they don't let him talk a lot. This is just, like, a pure appreciation of what he does in the ring and his style being so unique and different. But his strength, as he said, he actually, this is how the Battle Royal ended. He picked up the big show in a body slam <laughs> and slammed him over the top rope to the floor to win the whole thing. Yeah, which nobody saw coming. And, and you know, the thing about wrestling... It's never been done. (laughs) Nobody has ever picked up a big show and thrown them out of the ring. (laughs) Never. And, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm not even sure if they really discussed how they were going to do that. (laughs) It was just one of those things that kind of happened. (laughs) But uh, um, what what I was going to say about, you know, wrestling... Uh, wrestling, wrestlers go through phases as far as times in their career. There's times when they're really hot, and there's times when they're really dull. And you now we're talking about Cesaro, and you know, I can remember, like, you know, a year ago, year and a half ago or so, I really hated Cesaro. <laughs> I never wanted to watch him wrestle. <laughs> it was like I, I just it was somebody I did not like at all. <laughs> but like, it's amazing how over the past year or so that's changed. <laughs> And he's really uh, become a top-notch player in the game, you know. <laughs> Another guy... And, and most people do it with their promos and their talk, but not him. It's just basically <laughs> his his, his skill set and what he brings in the ring that, that people like and appreciate. Exactly. Uh, and, most and, people uh, got to talk their way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it's still a lot to be seen, what's going to be developed out of this man. There's still a lot of room for his character to grow. <laughs> but uh, moving on here to the John Cena-Bray Wyatt match. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Probably the match, I, I don't know <laughs> about you, but probably the match on the card that, I don't know, it didn't seem like we really got a lot out of that. <laughs> the only real notable thing, I guess, was when <laughs> Cena was going for the five-knuckle shuffle, getting ready to bounce off the ropes. <laughs> Ray Wyatt did that spider walk thing out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And completely shocked Cena. You know what I thought? If I was in that match, what would have really been good is when he started to do that, if 
you know, Cena wasn't really shocked, you know, as if Cena just went and kicked him in the ribs when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> he really played it out like, like he's really gotten into Cena's head and, and Cena said, I'm scared of Bray Wyatt, <laughs> which is why that, that freaked him out. In different times, yeah, Cena was like, they hit him with the steps, but he chose not to, and, you know, he's the good guy, and which goes against turning him bad, which is what they definitely should do if he wants to have another 10-year yeah, run. The yeah. fans have been sick of Venus and for years. <laughs> yeah, and it, of the he, good yeah, guy, Superman, and all that. Yeah. And, I mean, we've seen some of those aggressive looks come out a couple times out of him tonight. We didn't really see it. We didn't. Act. We just seen the, you know, starting to rise up, but then they, you know, he got a hold of himself and they went back down. But I'm still predicting out of this match, or if this continues in a feud, which I don't, I can't see how it would, but I am still saying coming out of this match somehow this is going to result in Cena turning heel, <laughs> and I am predicting that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think Cena will become a Wyatt, but I think maybe Bray uh, Wyatt will <laughs> on him. Has, has has damaged him so much to where he goes kind of to the dark side. Right. <laughs> but I, I just love Bray Wyatt's whole character. He's a We know he's Mike Rotundo's son. Actually, you're the one that told me that. Yeah, a lot of people think he's a, a Wyndham, and he's actually a Rotunda. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, his whole character, he's like a... Definitely, definitely. Uh, we, we kind of after Royal, Royal Rumble, we kind of thought he was kind of like a modern day Cactus Jack in a way. He does a lot of things that uh, Mick Foley used to do, like taking that bump over the steps to the floor. And just, he's just a tough. And, and he, guy. His, his, gimmick, his gimmick really is that type of character. That's why I say I said to you. That's why I say if Taker. I know you know the streak's done and over with, and a lot of people, and you know they're probably thinking on. He's probably thinking on. This is going to be it. This is the end. But I really think it would be a loss if they didn't try to somehow do an Undertaker-Wyatt feud, even maybe bring Kane back into it, because it'd be, it's definitely something that would um, spark viewers' interest and would be, it would be a, a good match on the card. Definitely. And uh, uh, the next match, of course, as you're saying, as you just said, <laughs> Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, the, uh, like, I would have bet my house, I would, I would have put everything I have that Undertaker never loses at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but, but all of a sudden, well, first of all, let me, let me go ahead and say, during, throughout the match, in the past couple of WrestleManias, it seemed like Undertaker was having a hard time even getting through the matches. You know, he's not jumping over the top rope anymore to the floor, knocking people down. He, he just, he wrestles right. once a year. He's 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 been wrestling once for thirty years. When did he come in? Right. Like eighty nine <laughs> with the skyscrapers uh, and mean Mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean he's really the only long wrestler. Time. He's the he's the only wrestler. I mean, when he came to the WWF, it was still in the Hulk Hogan era. <laughs> That's how long he's been in all these eras in WWE <laughs> all this time, and uh, you know, I, I looked at this match and. Um, you know, they definitely, I think, had Taker a lot more the aggressor, um, and this, and a lot more being the role of an aggressor in this match than he was in the CM Punk match last year. Um, it was yeah. a lot more methodical match. They made him look a lot more aggressive, and I think that's one thing that gave it away. But you know, you look at this thing. I mean, if Lesnar had lost this match, 
where are they going with Lesnar? <laughs> I mean, they did this thing a couple months ago where he came out and was challenged for whoever the world champion was, and now, you know, it all of a sudden got turned into the taker match, and <laughs> it really, I mean, you Luckily, know, I fully expected uh, Lesnar to lose because uh, his contract, actually, I think he signed for two years, and that would end, like, the next pay-per-view, like, the end of next month. So I, I was like, yeah, clearly <laughs> Undertaker never loses. He will lose this match. And, uh, but maybe maybe, uh, maybe Lesnar is, has signed on. I mean, he should. He can't fight in UFC anymore. I mean, what else is he going to do? You know, he tried playing football. He should stick with WWE. And especially maybe, maybe this is why that finish happened. Maybe that was why uh, Lesnar went over tonight. But also, you know, thinking about it, Maybe Taker wanted Lesnar to be the guy to end the streak. Like I haven't thought about it till after that happened, and it actually happened. <laughs> and the yeah. looks on everyone's faces in the crowd of shock, and I'm standing there in shock myself. I don't know what you felt. That was a moment. <laughs> and I remember Paul Heyman saying on on Raw or something, he was like, "That's not a prediction that Lesnar will beat Taker. That's a spoiler." And that kind of hit me inside. I'm like, he's saying it's a spoiler. <laughs> like, like it's really going to happen. So, uh, and it did. Yeah, and uh, Brock, I don't know where they're going to go with him from now. The only person I can think of them for him to have a story with would be Alexander Rusev, who we haven't even seen actually come in, <laughs> other than this little, <laughs> other than this little promos by his female valet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't, I don't know where this is going to go. Like I said, um, before Taker completely retires, I'd like to see somehow another uh, a feud with him and the Wyatts and uh, Kane involved in that. Well, also if he has if he has one more match, it could it could be that, or it could be against Sting next year. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that too. And now that Brock's into the street. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't see um, if they have Sting come in at this point. Uh, you know, there's a lot of rumors that he's going to be on Raw tomorrow night. Um, there's rumors that he's going to take Are there? Because I, 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 I know he's in New Orleans. Yeah, I know that he's in New Orleans. He was at WrestleCon this event. Yeah. Um, I uh, thought the end would be Taker beats Brock and Sting comes out and gets in his face and, you know, setting up a match for next year. Like, that's how no. I really seriously thought this would happen. <laughs> and I would have betted, it's like, everything I own on that. Yeah, two possible things for tomorrow night on Raw is the return of possibly, you know, uh, Sting um, coming to the WWE for the first time and possible return of CM Punk. I'm not saying those things are going to happen, but um, <clears throat> those are two possibilities that, that are being talked about. Because like I said, due to the merchandise, um, WWE doing this thing with uh, Under Armour, <clears throat> Under Armour uh, shirts. Yeah, I didn't know that. You, you said shirt. that they are actually making new merchandise, and CM Punk is one of the guys are making merchandise for. Right. So why would they be doing, doing if you want to come back? <laughs> yeah. So Vince McMahon said he's on a hiatus. <laughs> but uh moving on here, I know yeah. we don't got a lot of we don't got a lot of time. I don't think we do, I'm not sure. But the Divas title match, um really <laughs> I mean definitely I think we mean you could both definitely say it was that filler match 
before the main event that happens, mm-hmm. like at WrestleMania three, the Killer Bees against Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik, like SummerSlam '89, <laughs> Ted DiBiase against Jimmy Snuka before Hogan and Beefcake versus Savage and Zeus. It was just one of those matches, like, <laughs> and I know that's a, that sounds strange to me remembering those matches, but I was watching WrestleMania three a few weeks ago on the network and in that Killer Bees match there was all this trash thrown in the ring right there on the pay-per-view I never noticed it before and how god-awful it looked I mean you know it wasn't Bash at the Beach 96 when Hogan came out and turned the heel or anything but you know but yeah the whole fact the whole fact they had you know AJ Lee's my girl you know uh, she's on Team Jamie for sure but um the whole fact that you're, you're going to be facing 13 other divas, there's no way she's going to win. Well, the simple fact is, yeah, you're saying she's going to face 13 divas. Of course she's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those kind of things where they stack the deck that much. She's, she's, a, she's, she's the only one right now, besides maybe the Bellas, that, that I could see like being uh, dominant in the divas division. But, uh, oh, yeah, you know, I've got to be honest that. with you. I see what you're saying there about that, but when I look at all the divas, if anybody should win it from her, has the the character and the heart and, and just the just the, the personality, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, it would be Natalia. I mean, she has that. She, I don't know. Part of her personality comes across as somebody that should be the one. If there was any of them to win, <laughs> I would. I guess I would. I would pick her just because her personality seems to engage. Better, you know. I, I wasn't watching WWE back when she was Divas Champion. They said she was before, but yeah, <laughs> the people I look at. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, they have like a they have a good thing going on now with her and Summer Rae, where Summer Rae smacked her. <laughs> Which I yeah. don't know if that was real or scripted, because you know, Total Divas, a reality show like that, you figure everything's scripted. You figure the whole fact that. Daniel Bryan getting married to Brie Bella is scripted, but that's actually something that's happening in real life, and they're using it for a show and doing things and shenanigans. Because they did that before with Matt Hardy. I don't know if you were watching when you know Matt Hardy was Lita. going out with Lita, and then Edge stole her in, in real life. I've seen an interview or Matt Hardy. Where she was, uh, she was on some talk show or, or something, and Matt Hardy called in and was talking about Edge, aka. He was Adam Copeland, <laughs> and she yeah. kept talking about him and saying how he wasn't this and he wasn't that. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, I just caught a bare glimpse of that. But uh, the thing about Total Divas, uh, we don't. It's like films. It's recorded and, and filmed so far ahead, like months in advance, that uh, we're yeah. probably it's probably where we're at is like a couple a month or two behind from where they're actually at <laughs> at this point. So. <laughs> Yeah, which is also like um, oh. like if uh, if they script a, a big storyline that's got to go for six months and then someone quits, like a, a CM Punk, that really throws a, a monkey wrench into things because they're going to go on with their uh, you know current plans regardless. They got to kind of adjust. And since you brought Punk up there, you know I got to say it. We're talking about the divas. Everybody knows and seen in the art, or if you haven't, it's in the wrestling news line, CM Punk and AJ Lee are supposed to be engaged. <laughs> I mean, yeah. most congratulations to them too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love both of those people. <laughs> yeah. They're all right with me. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and that goes back to me thinking about Brian and, and Brie Bella. I don't know if they're going to continue this thing with Brian and Triple H or not. 
Um, but if they did, I think uh, bringing both Stephanie and Bree into into the mix of this uh, would definitely oh, yeah. you know, give depth and character to the depth and growth to the feud. Um, and then, yeah, that's, know, that's money right there. That, I was really I'm surprised, surprised they that uh, Bree didn't come up. Yeah. Um, at the end. <laughs> it's like the boyfriend's out here getting pounded by like four or five guys, and <laughs> Stephanie's out there trying to show up. He's like, where are you? <laughs> he goes in the back like, where are you? <laughs> it's like a big argument right now that's happening. He just had the biggest night of his life. And that, that's the final match of the night that we got to get to here. Uh, yeah. Triple threat, World Wide uh-huh. title, Daniel Bryan versus uh, Randy Orton and uh, versus Batista. And uh, really, really cool, awesome, vicious-looking spot where they're on the tables and Batista does the Batista bomb into an RKO. Uh, and Randy Orton, actually, if you look, hit his back on that monitor. They didn't take the yeah, monitors off the went table. Up and <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, both of these guys are destroyed at this point. Batista, clearly, they have no choice but to get Batista the title at this point. He's looking all serious, and you know it's because it's not that he's serious. He doesn't know what to do at this point. People don't understand about wrestling, yeah, you know, maybe predetermined, but things happen in these matches like this where they call it on the fly. Right. And, uh, and uh, if someone gets hurt, then uh, they, they'll change the whole decision right there. Like, look, man, I'm hurt. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, it should just be, I mean, most people, it should be just common sense. You don't go flying over the top rope <laughs> with no with no possibility of anything happening to you <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, something I noticed about that, you mentioned that when they were out there in that table scene, when the when the table went down and Randy Orton's there squibbling and pain, it seemed like I noticed, they, I saw like a concrete block there. Like, so they, they, they just got concrete blocks out there supporting their tables <laughs> for them to stand on. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was like a concrete block sitting there. I mean, I'm sure they had other stuff, but if they had concrete blocks there, I'm sure the concrete blocks was the the, fir- the first thing on the ground that's supporting everything else. Nah. And another thing, you know, I think, I know, I think part of their – idea and on the storyline in that match was to have the majority of the match to be carried by Orton and Batista, have Brian laying in the corner like he's injured with his arm or her. You know, if they would have they wanted to he is injured. More. <laughs> he is, he's injured. I know, he's I know, I know. <laughs> but they well, should have had a bigger involvement in that match if he wasn't. They should have had some kind of gimmick where maybe he switched the cat switched the sling over onto the other arm and made it look like the arm that was really hurt wasn't really hurt or, or done something oh. like that. that but that was a way they like wrapping the maybe. wrapping the leg up that's not hurt as opposed to uh, the leg that is for the opponent to go after. Yeah. But uh, yeah. That, that, was, that was yeah, he's legitimately hurt. Like they don't want some guy wrapped up all wrapped up, taped up <laughs> you know, on their biggest show of the year, but Daniel Bryan is hurt and, and you know, you tape something up, you feel better, you feel like you can go out there and do it. So there's no questioning, you know, the, the there's no questioning the heart of Daniel Bryan. He is a real pro wrestler. He he deserves, right. you know, I don't I don't know necessarily if he deserves to be the world heavyweight champion, but he definitely deserves uh, something. <laughs> like uh, yeah, that, he's that. a back, he, he's a he's a brand back to the where me and you me and you both are very familiar with this. 
out of the old WCW mold when these guys were actually wrestlers. They weren't just people out here putting on gimmicks and posing and, yeah. and these this type of thing. He's a throwback to that. And uh, a lot of people, it, it takes some time to, to get to get through to that. But you know, the thing about it is Brian is one of those guys that, uh, unlike the majority of other wrestlers, unlike a Brock Lesnar, <laughs> uh, that yeah. can actually carry a lot of guys probably in the ring. Now, guys like, you know, Randy Orton, him and Randy Orton have had some good matches, and they, they have a good gel there. But, you know, you can clearly look at Batista <laughs> and know that gel is not there with Batista. I mean, he's, uh, he, yeah. he's not that much of a, of a technician. He does power moves. And uh, you could see, I mean, you know, <laughs> honestly, though, I mean, he did not even look good when Daniel Bryan had the yes lock on him and he tapped out. I mean, that just, it, some reason, the way that ended did not even look uh, good for for Batista. He could not even make that look good for some reason. <laughs> I mean, uh, and that was and that was the uh, finish. And Daniel Bryan tapped Batista out and got his uh, day in the sun finally at, on the biggest stage of the year. Which I, I gotta say probably was not their whole plan all along because that was supposed to be CM Punk's <laughs> winning the Royal Rumble. Right. You know, we we we're in the we're on the inside of things. It was going to be Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus <laughs> trying to avenge that loss in 18 seconds from a couple of years ago, like uh, or right. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. But uh, things changed due to a uh, uh, Batista being signed and then Punk uh, walking out on on the company. So things were adjusted. This was not the WrestleMania they originally had planned all this time. What but, uh, I really Daniel Bryan, I'm, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy for the win. I'm again surprised Bree Bella didn't come out there at the end because I thought that was going to happen. If that is his wife now, <laughs> you would think right. she'd be out there. Well, maybe she was back there talking to Fandango. Who knows? <laughs> Since he's a big guy, no one was talking to all the dudes. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> like I said, Brian's a good wrestler, and and he has the ability, I think, you know, sort of like other wrestlers, to really be able to carry a lot of people in a match and make them look good. Well, I think the match that I think I want to see, and I think you want to see, and if you're any, you know, follow or into the wrestling scene today and watch the WWE, the match that the best match that I would want to see with Daniel Bryan is obviously Bryan versus CM Punk. And uh, yeah, that's that's what needs to happen. Whether it will happen or not, I don't know. But those two will really have a good match uh, with one another. And I think yeah. they probably did a couple of years ago uh, when Punk was face and Brian was heel. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a Money in the Bank pay per view match, like that they actually had. But uh, yeah, like I, I wouldn't want to see like yeah, you can carry on with uh, Brian and Triple H if Triple H is going to keep 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 wrestling um, but uh, the main the main thing i took from this was he tapped out batista randy orton really he lost but he didn't lose so i'm, I'm thinking well, he's got a rematch moment there, yeah. he's gonna be like he didn't beat me <laughs> so that that rematch I, I think is what we're going to see in the, the very new near future tomorrow night yeah tomorrow. no doubt no doubt um but yeah yeah i got about uh, one you know, minute left here final thought Final thoughts on this uh, uh, WrestleMania. No, my tonight. one last one last comment. You know, where is and Triple H the authority going to go from here? I'll be honest with you. You know, it's like they say we talk about the new stars of the day, the older stars that me and you know 
Um, you know, if Triple H is still going to be in doing something, they need to. And, and I, I know a lot of people don't think nothing of this, but they really need to bring in someone like Sting, someone who was wrestling during the time and even before the time Triple H was known as a, a legitimate big time star. Uh, to, to to make to make someone for Triple H to gel with, you know, putting him with CM Punk, putting him with Daniel Bryan, putting him with the stars of today, just does not equal up to a big payday match. Like it really, in my opinion, for anything. I mean, if it hadn't been WrestleMania, you know, um, it, it just don't really fit the marquee as for where they're at in the business. And that's where I think uh, the WWE needs to go from here. All right, well, uh, watch this on WWE Network. I'll turn that beat off. <laughs> Thanks for covering <laughs> WrestleMania tonight with me live. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>